I'm your host, Hope Flaws. I'm here to inspire you to show up as yourself for yourself. This is a lifestyle podcast where I'm inviting you to embrace your wild moments. Welcome to I'll Keep You Wild. Hello, you sweet to beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of I'll Keep You Wild. I just have a tiny favor to ask before I jump into today's episode. And that is that if you enjoy this podcast, if you're listening right now and you haven't already left a review, please go ahead and do so. I got some big goals, as you know, and this fills my freaking heart. Heart. I will try my best to reach out to you personally if I know who you are leaving the review just to say thank you. But again, I cannot thank you guys enough for being here and I hope you gain value from today's episode. Today I am talking about the F word and F is for friends. I know this episode is going to be a little bit challenging for me and honestly a little bit painful because this subject is really personal and close to home and I don't wish ill on anyone. I don't wish ill on any of my past friendships or ex-friendships, if you will. And I really do want my ex-friends to succeed, but there is a reason why I have removed people from my life. And In that process of removing people, I really want to discuss with you guys the struggles that that looked like for me because it was super challenging. And I think that we're presented with this idea that you are who you surround yourself with so that you should remove anything that is not bringing you to a higher good. And yes, that's a nice thought, but it's not that easy. And this is where people struggle so much because relationships are the number one thing that you should have in your life. At the end of the day, on your deathbed, like you're always going to be like looking back and wishing A, that you lived for yourself, which entangles the relationships that you do have and where your energy is going but that also you're going to wish you spent more time with the people that you loved right so if relationships and friendships are that important this is going to be a heavy conversation and that's why it's difficult for me to have this I think that although they say you are who you surround yourself with, so cut out anyone that isn't serving your higher good. I think that's a pretty easy concept to understand, but it's more difficult to A, navigate what it looks like to actually begin to remove those people from your life and then B, also reflect on it years later and then still deal with the pain that comes from that loss years later. And for myself, I haven't seen many things that involve talking about the pain of losing a friendship years after the friendship has ended. That's kind of what I want to touch on today, but I'm going to break this down into two parts. The first part is going to be talking about the removal of that friend and what that looks like and the pain that comes with doing so. I think when you're removing a friend from your life because you're trying to better yourself, obviously it has to happen. And the first step in doing so is that awareness that you know that you should be treated with respect and that you are worthy of having good friends. So if it doesn't feel like you are being respected, if it doesn't feel like you're being treated fairly, if it doesn't feel like the people in your life are going where you're meant to go and that they're holding you back, then yes, you have to remove them. 
And in that process, explaining that to them is very, very sensitive for most of these people because I'm almost positive that people that you're relaying this information to have struggled with their own pain and that is making them show up into their life less than they could be. And because they haven't worked through certain traumas in their own life, that is okay. Everybody does it on their own time. Healing is a wild fucking journey as we all know. But because they haven't, chances are that if you've started to figure this out, they are projecting on you because they know that that is something that they want for themselves, but they just don't know how to get there. So they're dealing with all of these negative beliefs that they have about themselves and projecting that onto you because they don't want you to move ahead without them. And so when you're having this conversation and when you're slowly starting, because this does not happen quickly, when you're slowly starting to remove that person into your life and you're starting to distance yourself, there are going to be questions for you. And these people will question what you're doing, why you have distanced yourself. And that is very challenging. So in that challenge, I would recommend taking your time to respond and telling them that you will respond when you're ready. I do believe they deserve a conversation so they have a little bit of clarity and so they can rest easy. I do believe that is a gift you can give them on your journey, but I do believe that you can take some time for yourself because when you're on this healing journey and bettering yourself and trying to figure out who your real friends are and who you need in your life that is going to help you the most and who actually understands you to your core, that is a process in itself. And your number one priority at the end of the day should always be you. So in that process, that being a freaking huge, huge thing in itself is going to be hard to navigate. So I think the best way to approach the removal of a friend would to be explain to them that you need the time to let them know why you're distancing yourself. I would say, sorry, I have been distant, but I can't really talk right now. Actually, I wouldn't even say sorry. No, forget that. Fuck that. We're not saying sorry. We're going to say, I am distancing myself because I need to work on myself. When I am ready, I will let you know. When I am ready, I will reach out to you. That is the best way that you can give yourself a bit of time to actually process how you're feeling. And then that also gives you a little bit of a buffer to feel how your life feels without them weighing you down. And once you've had enough time to decompress and really think for yourself without these outside factors weighing in on your thoughts and your reality, then you can have a conversation. I think it's very important to have that conversation, but in certain circumstances and for some of you, you're actually not going to owe an explanation to anybody for any reason because sometimes you actually don't owe an explanation to anybody, right? For me personally, having that conversation was really important to my growth because I never really spoke up on my feelings before. I kind of always just brushed my feelings under the rug and I didn't really have a voice among certain friends of mine that I had in the past because 
I was scared to lose them and I was scared that I was going to hurt people's feelings and I avoided conflict at all costs. So having that conversation was a gift to myself and to the person on the other end because I do think to an extent some of the people that you remove probably do deserve a little bit of clarity as to why you're moving on and switching directions with your friendships and your relationships. And if that's where you are right now in your journey, I am going to encourage you to have hard conversations because at the end of the day, that is only going to help you grow and that is going to give meaning and voice to your emotions and your feelings, which are super valid. Your feelings and emotions are so valid and they do deserve to be heard. And I think if you can have those hard conversations, you give your voice that platform to start to be able to speak up for yourself. And then when you speak up for yourself, you actually get to show people how you want to be treated and you get to tell people how you should be treated. And when you speak up for yourself, you don't take shit from nobody. And that's a very powerful place to be in. Another thing that is going to come up that you're going to have to understand and navigate is the fact that your friends that you do keep are allowed to be friends with the person that you're removing. So this is very, very challenging to navigate and you will probably put up walls because you are going to feel a distance between the friends that you do have if they're friends with your ex-friend. In your friend circle, you cannot expect other friends to cut ties with those people just because you did. And it's really challenging to navigate. It's really weird. It's really sticky because this is going to cause you a lot of conflict. And this is going to maybe bring up some trust issues because if somebody did you wrong and that's your reason for removing them and you can't get your friends that you do want in your life to understand or see your side and they remain friends with that person that maybe did you wrong, it feels like you don't have a loyalty with that friendship. And that will probably cause you to put up some walls, which you're allowed to do because those walls are going to act as a safety net for you. The friends that remain friends with the ex-friend that you removed from your life, they are allowed to, you guys. And I know it sucks. This is the shittiest part about this journey when you're growing and learning who your real friends are when those friends hold on to that ex-friend of yours it sucks it stings but the chances are they hold on to that friendship because that person maybe did nothing to them they maybe did nothing like they did to you to that person so why should your friends remove other people you don't get to expect that from everybody and you don't get to choose who somebody has in their life. It just doesn't work that way. I know we want the best for our friends and sometimes we don't understand how they couldn't see through that. But I will say this, everybody figures it out on their own time and it's their timeline. Another reason why they could choose to keep that person in their life is because they can only see the good in a person. And that is something I want to highlight because the people that see the good in people are true magic. 
And this actually goes so much further. I'm going to just keep it in the area of friendships, but this applies to families, you guys. This applies where in situations where you've maybe been taken advantage of or in ex relationships. I have friends that are friends with my exes, and the day that they get married, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, there's my fucking ex. Like, how fucking great is that, right? And that's not to say these people aren't good people or bad people. There's a difference between good people who do bad things and bad people who do bad things. But it's just to say like, yeah, these people aren't bad necessarily. It's just maybe you weren't a vibe. Maybe you weren't a match. Maybe you were never supposed to be friends. And there's that saying that says, I still want to see you eat, just not at my table. And that's something that I think of often because a lot of these people that I've removed, I still want them to do well. I still want them to succeed however that looks for them. And I still want them to grow and learn and heal. Of course, I want nothing but the best for these people. I wish them well, but they just aren't on my journey anymore. So that's something that I want to share with you because it is a good reminder. You're allowed to wish them well and move on at the same time. I will just quickly mention that if these friends of yours, your ex-friends have been manipulative, it's not going to be that easy. And sometimes you're going to have to make a call where you just cut your loss entirely. And that may mean, unfortunately, distancing yourself from a full group of people. Because if that person is so manipulative, they know tactics on how to get people to see their side and how to get your friends to turn on you, which is devastating and which is an entirely almost different topic from what I'm discussing today. I just want to let you know that the friends that you invite into your circle along your journey of healing are the friends that you get to decide where you have a list of non-negotiables of how you expect to be treated. And that is such a great place to be. There are going to be people that you vibe with and there's going to be friends that you haven't even met yet that are going to become some of the best friends of your entire life, which is such an amazing thought. There are going to be people that understand you, that you relate with, that get you, that you hang out with that are so fun. And the reason I know this to be true is because just last year, I wrote down a list of non-negotiables. I wrote down the qualities of what I wanted my friends to have. And I met two incredible girls that I'm just going to give a shout out because I fucking love them so much. And they're amazing. Chloe and Marcy, seriously, you guys are magic and your souls are so special. And I'm so grateful that you entered my life. And that's not to dismiss the friends I already have and that I have great relationships and long, long long-term friendships with. I can literally count on one hand the friends that I have in my circle and I've known them for majority of my life. So I'm very, very blessed that way. I just wanted to welcome people into my life that are going to add value. So that's what I did when I wrote down my non-negotiables and the qualities I was looking for. And once I did do that, I was given the freaking gift of Marcy and Chloe. So again, I just really need to make that known because once you get clear on what those relationships look like, there will be a way for those friendships to enter your life. And that is where I want to give you hope because I know it can get lonely in that process when you're looking for people. But I'm going to wrap it up here today and then I'm going to discuss the second part of this next week. I'm going to discuss the part of what removing those friends looks like years later and how to navigate that.
I want to thank you guys so much for being here. If you haven't already followed the show, please go ahead and do so. It means the absolute world to me and it helps the show grow. Reach out on Instagram to me, send me a message and let me know how you've navigated cutting out people from your life and what that process looked like. I would be super curious to know and have more insight from your perspective. I want to thank you again for being here. If you like the show, there are ways to support below, but I will be back next week and I cannot wait.